into this uh, podcast, whether you're listening or whether you're watching either one. Uh, we're on different uh, networks or different uh, platforms. Platforms. There you, there go. you go. I'll let Carrie uh, <laughs> do all that stuff here in a little bit. Uh, but uh, I'm used to saying, hey, God bless you. Welcome to one, one hour, hour of, new, of life. new life ministry. <laughs> uh, stuff like that. But anyway, that's that's done with. So uh, we're on this platform, whatever platform you're watching. There you with. go. Uh, we're going to continue talking about truth or trend. We're going to leave off where uh, we, sh- we finished, or we're going to start where we finished off last week. But, uh, you know, we did a call out. Didn't know if anybody, any of the pastors <laughs> were listening to our podcast. So we kind of did a test and we said, you know, we're calling out. Man, I ain't lying to you, Pastor Kerry. As soon as that podcast was I know, done, dude. We got a text, man. We did get that Pastor. text, like, immediately. <laughs> like, immediately when it ended. Yeah. And uh, the text message was from none other than Pastor Janie. Yeah, that's right. And she, uh, so she's, so tag, she's it. She gets to be on with us on the set. We've been trying to get her on, but she's had to go out, and then other things have come up. But uh, glad to have you, Pastor Janie. Good Thank to you. have you here. And uh, I know this won't be the, the last time we'll have you we're, now that we're doing these on on. You know, recording these on uh, Sundays, we can have uh, you on here and other pastors as well. But Pastor Kerry, um, let them know what platforms we're on and all that stuff, and then yeah, we'll get started. Yeah, so, so literally the text message real quick said, God bless you. And yes, I've listened to all your podcasts. Uh-oh. I'm <laughs> scared about that. When she said that, I was like, faithful. uh-oh. She's been faithful. She even listens to the Spanish podcast on Tuesday. So Good. that's awesome. Yes. But yeah, so you can catch us on app on on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. Uh, just subscribe to New Life Podcast. Or if you want to actually watch this on video, you can catch it on our Facebook page, which is Ministerios Nueva Vida. Or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have not subscribed already, hit the hit that notification bell so you can get every single time we go live or upload something. And that channel is MNV Lubbock. Okay, so those are the three main platforms we're on. So we encourage you to check us out on those platforms. Every Thursday we do the English at 7 and every Tuesday we do the Spanish at 7 p.m. as well. Great. Sir. Awesome. Yes, sir. Well, well, let's leave on. Uh, let's start off where we left off. And Pastor Janie, just uh, remember that when we do these podcasts, just feel free to jump in um, whenever God gives you some thoughts or some insights on some things. Um, feel free to, to to jump in and and, and talk about those. So, Pastor Kerry, where, where where are we at? So last week, if you remember, we talked about. Well, you know what? Let's do this, Pastor Chris. Okay. Since you say you listen Uh-oh. to every pod, now I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm, playing, I'm, playing. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, so if you remember last week we were discussing, uh, we talk, we continued our truth over trend topic mm-hmm. that we preached here in our main services, in our English services. But we were talking about the truth about identity. Mm-hmm. Remember? We were yes. talking about the truth about identity and how our culture, our world, man, there has been an all-out attack on today's world and their identity. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got, I mean, the, the popular phrase in our world today is, I identify as... Mm-hmm. Fill in the blank. Yes. You've got young men identifying as women. You got women identifying as men. You got other. You got young men and women identifying as you know they, them, or whatever. Right. Yes. Uh, there are different pronouns that they have now, and so we've talked about the truth about identity and how, um, as the church, we need to stand for truth, because yeah. what is happening is that trend is starting to filter in into some believers walk they're starting to believe well you know what maybe that is the right. way to go maybe that is 
how we should be accepting and instead of standing on what God's truth says. For example, you got public schools right now where um, there are teachers who are uh, basically calling parents and kids out because, you know, if you don't go along, right, if you don't, yeah. well, if you don't go yeah. woke, yeah. in a sense, um, then you're just an evil person, yeah. right? And one of the things that I said last week is people who hate truth see truth as hateful. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's what's happening in our world today. And the problem is this. Yes. Well, I'm sorry. The truth is this. Jesus is truth. Yes. You can't separate. Right. Yes. And the reality is the world is trying to separate. Yeah. Right. Jesus and truth. But no matter how hard they try, guess what? You can't have a conversation with truth without Jesus being in the conversation. That's right. Because he is truth. That's right. And so our world is trying to change that. And so. How that affects our identity is, man, Our the devil would love for us to not to fully accept and believe that, you know what? I was not created in God's image. That's right. Matter of fact, I can recreate myself. That's right. Right? And so we got a generation out there right now who is an identity crisis completely. Right. It is a crisis. And so that's where we, we're picking up today exactly. is... The truth about identity. Amen. And Pastor Jamie, Amen. Uh, you've had Amen. time to, to study this. You've had time to look at this and uh, uh, give us give us. You know, we we've been talking on it. Give us your your thoughts on it. Well, when Pastor Kerry did this um, uh, particular message, I just was like, this is so on point that we can reach christians or we can reach anybody at any level and so i took this because i always look at our messages and i'm like how can i apply this how can i apply this to my life how can i then because i i have a house full of kids right mm-hmm. and and of course i have my 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 family my uh young adults and yes. and older adults and stuff but but i am surrounded by kids yes. and um and that is a blessing yes. that is a blessing uh most of the time <laughs> most of the time that's a blessing <laughs> but but you know god has put me in this place at this time and has equipped me that i can at this young age they're, they're going to know in the name of Jesus before right. he calls me home, yeah. they are going to know whose they are. That's right. And he hit every point. Just put it in order. Mm-hmm. And I know I remember I told him when he uh, finished, I said, you just gave me the curriculum for my summer uh, uh, um, uh, little meetings that we have. You know, and, and so what I've done with my kids is I've taken each one of these you know, and, and said, you know, you, this is the first thing, you know, that you need to know is that you, you are created in God's image. And because you're created in his image, he's calling you his child. That's who you belong yes. to. You may belong to your mom and dad. You know, God entrusted them uh, with you, right? Mm-hmm. But you ultimately, as me, yeah. uh, we belong to Jesus. That's you know, right. that's who we belong to. That's right. And that's who our Father is. And that's whose love is unconditional and never ending. You're not ever going to disappoint Jesus. He is going to love you no matter what. That's right. So th- those are the those are foundational things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I have to praise God because I didn't really, um, uh, I didn't really I wasn't raised, you know, with, um, uh, I knew I was loved, 
My parents, uh, in their actions, they didn't always tell me that they loved me, but in their actions, which often speak louder than words, yes. I knew I was loved. But today's kids, so many do not feel loved. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're yeah, just absolutely. left out there and they do not feel loved. And so, you know, as I was saying, before God calls me home, these kids are going to know that man may not love them, yeah. may they may disappoint man, but God is always going to love them. That's right. And that's whom they belong to. And 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 giving them that foundation that they're gonna need throughout life. Yes. You know, because life is is full of hardships. Exactly. You know, life is. is full of hardships. So you know, it was hard enough. It was hard enough for a generation growing up to find out who you wanted to be. You know, what's that saying that everybody asks? What are you going to be when you grow yes. up? You know, yes. it was hard enough. There was a lot of pressure on us growing up mm -hmm. as to trying to figure that out. On top of that, with now the enemy, and I say it's the enemy, trying to put in our heads all this other garbage. No wonder so many people suffer from anxiety, depression, and uh, stress, and just all kinds of things because. I mean, it is stressful trying to figure all of this stuff out. It is stressful, and it is stressful because they have their their mind on. They're looking at their parents. They're trying to please their parents. They're mm -hmm. trying to please their employer. They're trying to please mm -hmm. man, you know, and God says, just stay focused on me, That's you right. know. Stay focused on me, and I'll get you through where you need to go. But uh, uh, what does the Scripture say, you know? Man is going to let you down. Yes. We're human. We yes. are going to make mistakes. Yes. But God is never going to let us down. That's he's right. always going to be there with us. And he's going to take all these uh, mistakes that we make, all these fears that we have. He can turn all that around. That's right. You know, he can turn all that around to mature us in him and to bring him glory so that we know yes. where we came from. Where did, that, where did that victory come from? That's right. Right? That's right. And you know, um, here's here's also the 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 tough thing about that is once people start saying, "Hey, you know what? Now uh, I'm a believer. Now I'm grounded mm -hmm. in the Lord. Mm -hmm. So now God has given me direction." And the only challenge with that is when we start, like you said, uh, uh, knowing who we are in God, whose we are, then that's where the challenge starts because now. We're not going to be able to agree with everybody that wants us to agree with them mm -hmm. in, in all this craziness that's going on. Yes. And that's where, like you said, people will will just automatically think that we're full of hate because we stand for the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I was 17, I gave my life to Jesus. Like, really gave my life to Jesus. Like, I grew up in church my whole life. Mm -hmm. I gave my life to Jesus at every vacation Bible school, at every youth thing. <laughs> like, I gave my life to Jesus. I don't know yeah. how it sounds right. Yeah. But I really said all right lord i'm all in when i was 17 years old my senior of high school okay um i'll never forget when i really went all in with jesus okay like i was fully committed i met i met uh some resistance yeah from people who were close to me yeah because specifically because i was like i know that god is calling me to the ministry mm. like, I, I just knew right out the gate right I just knew, like, I just I just had, like, I feel like God is calling me to preach. I feel like God is calling me to share his message with the world and things like that. 
And right out the gate, I was met with hostility yeah. and resistance because it's like, you know, you're 17, you got your whole life. Why would you want to stop doing this? Why would you want to stop doing that? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I knew right then and there whose I belonged to. That's right. Right at 17. That's right. I belong to God. Because I belong to God, now I know what my purpose is in life. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing how many people who were close to me were trying to, like, re- trying to, like keep me from that, trying to keep me from from pursuing God's call, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, it's like our world today, like God is calling and, and purposing our people, people in our world today, but people are trying to, in a sense, change that. They're trying to change that identity. They're trying That's to right. change that direction. And so for me, I remember at 17, just was like, you know what? I'm going to just, you know, I just have to go. And it, it, there, were, there were times when it was difficult. I'm going to be honest with you because, like you, like, you know, we were just talking about, there are times that were difficult because, man, these are people that are, like, really, really close. Yeah. And it was like, man, why are, why are you treating me like this? Like, this is what you prayed for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what you've been praying for. This is what you would always tell me all the time and stuff like that. And, yeah. uh, you know, I just want to encourage, like, look, man, if God is calling you and, you know, I would, I would encourage everybody, like, look, be who God has called you to be. That's right. Right. Be who God has created you to be in his image. And so I'm I'm glad looking back that, uh, you know, I didn't allow that uh, to stop me. That's right. In a sense, because, you know, when God captures our hearts, man, that's when we know who we are. That's right. Then we'll know what our real purpose is. You that's know right. what I'm saying? And that's what we've been talking about as far as identity, <clears throat> whose we are. That's right. When that's we know right. whose we are, it changes everything. That's right. So. Where are we at on your notes, man? So when we were talking about uh, identity, we were looking at, you know, the different things, right? You know, um, we had talked about how you are a child of God. Mm-hmm. And then we had talked about you are wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. And then we got into you are his masterpiece, okay? Mm-hmm. And then we were here. Uh, we were talking about you are an overcomer. That's right. Right? You are an overcomer. First John chapter 5, verses 4 through 5 says this. It says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world yes and this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith Mm -hmm. who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that jesus is the son of god see guess what because we belong to him and we know whose we are who we belong to right Mm -hmm. man when you know that it's like you can approach your day differently i am an overcomer Mm -hmm. right I am an overcomer because what Jesus has finished and completed at the cross. That's right. Because the tomb is empty, yes. I am an overcomer. That's right. Period. So I can wake up every day. Doesn't mean that everything is picture perfect, right? But I can walk into my day and lean into my day knowing, guess what? I am an overcomer because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what the scripture says. It says, um, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith, my faith in yes. Him, man, that is why I'm an overcomer. Yes. Bottom line, and that is my identity. That is our identity. That, right? that is because we know who we belong to. We are overcomers. That's period. Right. That's Amen. right. Amen. And because Amen. we're overcomers, that gives us uh, courage mm-hmm. and encouragement. Whenever somebody tries to make us feel like uh, we're we're failures or we're just uh, you know, uh, just all these other things that people are going to label us for serving God and standing for what we believe is uh, we're overcomers, mm-hmm. you know, and, yes. and, and we're going to and we're going to overcome this, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. You know, in John sixteen thirty three, it, it says you know, he tells us, you know, mm-hmm. he has warned us Be all along. Cheer. Yes. That, you know, in this world, you're going to have 
trials, tribulation, suffering, you know, all these attacks from the enemy. But it says, you know, one, one version says, uh, take courage. Take one of one version says, "Oh no, take heart uh, and be of good courage, mm -hmm. be of good cheer." Mm -hmm. Right? He's he is um, assuring us. Right? He's assuring us and saying, "I've overcome the world. Yeah. You know, you're mine. You know, all you have to do is just be mine. That's right. You know, that's all you have to do." That's right. And you know, I, when when I uh, came to the Lord. Uh, a lot, you know, had to be, there was a lot of, of changing and a lot of truth that I had to find out. But one of the, the things that I didn't know was that this scripture, you know, I thought, <clears throat> I thought that when I came to the Lord, my life was, you know, going to be much better, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. much, much better. And that, you know, my my husband would be put in place where he was supposed to be uh -oh, uh -oh, and he was supposed to now. still do what i said uh -oh, uh -oh. <laughs> all those things Shots right fired, man. Fired. <laughs> all those things but i had a rude awakening right <laughs> i had a rude awakening and that is just god and that is and and he's just he showed me and you know i took my place where I was supposed to be, and um, uh, it's all by His grace. Yeah. You know, you know speaking of when y'all first came uh, to the church and got saved and all, you know, um, your husband, er, uh, his real name is Ramiro. Everybody knows him as Brother Ramiro, but I knew him as Brother Chubb. Uh -huh. That's how I called him. And, and he, he, he knew I did that out of respect and love and everything. Uh -huh. And he'd probably look at me strange if I called him Ramiro. But anyway, uh -huh. uh, Brother Chubb or Chubby. We uh, we formed a really good relationship, mm -hmm. and uh, he uh, talking about identity. I mean, man, Pastor Kerry, he was stuck on. He knew who he was in Christ. Yes, mm -hmm. he did. And yes. when he faced sickness, or he faced people coming against them, or just whatever, you know, whatever happened to him, he always had this saying that he would tell me. He said, uh, "He goes, uh, I'm all right, Pastor. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah." God's always taking care of Chubby. Yes. That's what he always would tell me. No, yes. God's always taking care of Chubby. I'm fine. Yes. I'm good, you know. Um, and you talk about a solid identity. Mm -hmm. That's that's the identity we need to know and have because mm -hmm. today, today, I mean, people go through a, a little crisis or bad news or rejection or something happened that didn't go their way and they're just like oh my god i don't even, they don't even know if they're saved anymore you know yeah. like oh my yes. god you know and this or may, maybe maybe god you know doesn't love me blah 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 no it's not that it's not that number one it's life life happens mm -hmm. and number two once you know your identity in christ you're gonna go through some tribulation doesn't mean that that god's not with you it actually means the opposite it means because god is with you you know, and so you always have to maintain and know that you're more than a conqueror, and that's my identity, and that's the way Brother Chubb was all yes. the time. Yes, no that, matter what. I mean, right. there was times where he was discouraged, he was upset, but he never, he never would lose his identity in Christ. He would always say, "But it's going to get better." You know, God, God, God always takes care of Chubb. Mm -hmm. That's what he would always say, and he would stick by that all the time. Yes, he would, and you know, he would go into what what I would call his secret place. Mm -hmm. You know, he would go in there when there were things that that were not going to change, right? Mm -hmm. That there was just, you know, that, that was the way it was going to be, that it was going to be just by, by God's grace, you know, if, if, if there was a miracle. Um, he would go into the secret place, and then when he came out of there, he came out of there submitted to God's will. 
you know, just saying, you know, God's will be done, you know. If uh, many of his friends, you know, because God used him mightily, yeah. you know, in touching, he, he brought a lot of people oh, yeah. to the Lord, and he, he used him to, to heal people. And some of his friends would say, you know, well, Chuck, you know, you're out here, you can heal people, and, you know, how come you're not healed? Yeah. You know, and, and he would say, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't have an answer for that, but I'll just tell you that if he heals me, I win. If he doesn't heal me, I win. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to win. It's a win-win situation for me. Yeah. I don't have to ask or, 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 or be stuck on why am I not healed. I'm going to do what he tells me to do. Mm-hmm. You know? and, um, but, yes, you know, he, he did. He was solid in his identity oh, yeah. from, from day of salvation. It was a radical transformation. Everything changed. Everything, Everything changed. changed. Yeah. So good. So, so good. So we go from you are an overcomer to you are set apart. Yes. Now this is something so key mm-hmm. that I truly, truly believe. Yes. First uh, Peter two nine says, "But you are not like that. Mm-hmm. You're not like everybody else. For you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God." For he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And we referenced um, the people of Israel when mm-hmm. they said, hey, we want to be like everyone else and have a king. That's yeah. so what brought about all this, right? Mm-hmm. The reality is since the beginning, God always wanted his people to be set apart yeah. from the world. Okay, Even when they entered into the promised land. Don't want you marrying people from other tribes. As a matter of fact, I need you to eliminate some of the people that are there. Um, I don't want you guys mixing uh, intermarriages and all that sort of stuff, right? I've always called my people to be set apart. You're going to be different, okay? You're going to be a light to the world, okay? Um, And God had a reason for that. There was a reason because God knew that if his people were to marry people from other other, tribes, uh, other regions and stuff like that. He knew that they would give in and worship other gods, false gods. He knew that they would adopt their practices. And God was like, listen, you're mine. Yeah. You will be set apart. Okay. <laughs> now, of course, if you've read the Old Testament, you know that God's people were rebellious and they chose, hey, we're going to do it anyway. And because of it, they ended up going, they ended up being captured. They ended up being taken into exile and yeah. all sorts of stuff happens, right? Which is where eventually you get Jesus redeeming and everything like that. But as children of God, when we know whose we are, man, we know, man, we are set apart. That's right. All right. We are set apart to live for him. Okay. We live a life that honors him. We live a life that is obedience and, and everything that our life is yielded to him and him alone. And so, um, that and that comes with a price. Yeah. In all honesty. Absolutely. Um, you know, when, when when Christ talks about count the cost, man, that was a big thing when he was addressing his disciples, you know, count the cost if you're gonna really come mm-hmm. follow me, right? Because man, um, for me specifically, living a life set apart me meant there's people that I that I had to stop hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Doesn't mean I didn't love them, doesn't mean I didn't want to share the truth with them. Yeah. But as far as like being around them every single day like before, it was different. Now, for example, if you're a teenager in school, you're like, well, I can't do that. I'm on the basketball team. Yeah. Doesn't mean you still can't be set apart. It means that, hey, I don't have to get involved in the inappropriate jokes in the locker room because right. I'm set apart. Yeah. Right? It doesn't mean you have to be lonely and away. 
No, it means that you can be a light in a dark world. That's right. Right? And so Jesus modeled that for us, right? People always say, well, Jesus sat with sinners. Jesus did, but he also influenced yes. the yes. culture around him, okay? Yes. So I saw something like that the other day on social media. Again, the wonderful, truthful world yeah. of social media, right? Uh, Jesus uh, sat with sinners. Jesus did all these things. And I'm like, listen, y'all are, mis y'all are misinterpreting it, okay? Y'all are taking it out of context because, yes, even though Jesus did all those things, he never conformed. He never compromised. Yes. When he left those areas, people were changed. Yes. Okay, that was the impact he yeah. had. Yeah. And that's what it means to be set apart. So you could be at school, you could be at job and be set apart. Yeah. To whereas like, hey, I'm here, I'm set apart, but I'm different, yes. right? Yeah. I'm a light in this area. I'm going to yeah. be I'm going to be have a good attitude when everyone has a bad attitude. That is set apart, right? right? You you're going to be the joyful person while everyone's all mad and I hate my job, right? <laughs> right? That's set apart. It means that you're not getting involved in all the other stuff. Why? Because I know whose I am. Therefore, right. I know whose I am. I'm set apart. That's right. Yeah, and you know that's 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 a good point because today, uh, you get saved and or or you become a leader, all this stuff, and you start thinking, well, maybe I can make a difference if I just maybe 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 I'm just too churchy. That's the word. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm too churchy. Maybe I need to be more like them yeah. to win them, and yeah. that's the trap. Mm -hmm. That's a trap. Yes, it yeah. is. Maybe I need yes, to be a little bit more like them, do things like them, talk like them so that they'll feel comfortable, and then I can win them. Nine times out of ten, they influence you yep. instead of you influencing them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so yes. that's very important. My identity is calling me to be set apart. Yep. Yes. To yes. be above and not below. Yep. Yes. To be, to be that light, like you said, mm -hmm. you know, to be mm -hmm. that light. And you have, in my case, when I got saved, I thought, man, how am I gonna, how how am I gonna tell my friends that I can't hang out with them for a while or this or that? I didn't have to. All I did was I shared with them. I just shared with a few buddies of mine. Hey, man, I gave my life. To, I went to this church, and I gave my life to the Lord. This, that, whatever. And it was it was in a small town, so they knew what church it was. Yeah. And it was like, oh my gosh, you're going to that church? Really? <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, the moment that I told them what I did, I didn't have to do nothing. They left my. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, we can't happen. You, man. Yeah. They set you apart. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, that was easy, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about Jesus again. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and it made them uncomfortable, and they just, and, and they didn't want to hear it. They just did not want to hear it yeah. around that. So, um, and sometimes you may feel like, oh, my gosh, what's, why is this happening to me? I, you know, now that I gave my life to the Lord, you know, it seems like I got less friends. I said, no, 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 it's just God's way of doing things in your life yeah. yes. for your good in yeah. the future. Yes. It's, it's going to work out. Yes, yeah. and you know what? That's, that's the, the, it's a process as well. Mm. Being set apart, it's that sanctification process where God is taking us mm. from, uh, from where we were, you know, and maturing us and, and making us look more like Jesus. That's right. Right. That's what, what and it takes, it's, it's a process. It takes, he's never going to be done, right? That's right? He's never, yes, we are set apart, but that sanctification process, it's never going to be done until he actually calls us home. Right. You know, the older I get, you know, it doesn't mean that because I'm older, then I'm going to get there and say, okay, you know, I'm done. And I'm no, you know, he's always showing you something. He's always showing me something that, you know, that, that I need to change, that I need to, to, um, give up, that I need to, to, uh, be more, um, uh, 
that, that needs to happen, you know, in my life, exactly. you know, that, that sanctification process. And I, I remember, you know, when, when I first came to the Lord, um, there, we were involved in a in a uh, ministry called Cleansing Stream, mm-hmm. and one of the one of the series there was called Walk in the Spirit, which gives us a lot of this foundational things that mm-hmm. we're talking about, um, and that's why when the the identity thing came up, it was just it. it all together. Oops, sorry. It all came together as to these are some of the things that need to be taught um, right as as soon as the kids when they when my my grandkids uh, great grandkids were babies. I would ask, and they started to talk. I'd say, "Who do you belong to?" You know, and they'd say, "Mom, Dad." You know, I'd say, "Well, but but you belong to Jesus first. You know, and that's something that for me that that was never said. You know, but now, you know, when they're babies, when they begin to talk, I want them to know Jesus, right? And that's that being beginning to be set apart, beginning to be set apart at a, a really early early age that they know that they belong to Jesus as opposed to you know what the the world is going to be telling them, right? And there's so. a there's a purpose for being set apart, like you brought up. You know, um, I, I believe it was doc, I've heard Dr. Miles Monroe say one time when he was talking about being fruitful. He talked about a seed being planted. He said, you know, if you want to be fruitful as a seed, you have to be isolated. Mm-hmm. If you plan to grow, that's right. It's like if you want to be a tree that bears fruit, you can't put several trees in one hole. Mm-hmm. You have to be right. isolated by yourself, away. You have to separate in yourself. A dark place. Exactly. Too. He mm-hmm. said then you'll see fruit come. Mm-hmm. And so there's always a purpose, too, yeah, for being right. yes. set apart, especially yes. when you first give your life to Christ. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, because there, there's a reason why God does it. You know, even the disciples, the 12, they were set, literally set apart from every, like, their, their, what they knew their whole life, fishing and all. Mm-hmm. There was a reason God was doing a work in their lives. So, so, like, for me, when I was 17, and this is my life, I'm not saying this has to be every kid. God set me apart. Like, he literally removed me even from sports yeah. for a season because it was like a God to me. Yeah. For me, it was. Yeah. Like, yes. I lived, breathed basketball. Mm-hmm. All right? And so my, that was what my identity was in. Right. And God was like, no, that's not who you really are. Mm-hmm. Let me show you who I really created you to be. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, there is, there's always a purpose in being set apart. And there's one yes. final thing, Pastor Chris. We got literally just a few minutes, but I just wanted to just address this when it comes to marriages. Mm-hmm. So I want to address the marriages who may be struggling, whether it's the husband struggling in their faith or the wife struggling in their faith. Listen, if you are the one who is strong in your marriage, stay living set apart and don't compromise to keep your marriage healthy. That's right. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I've known marriages over the past couple years now that I've been married who one will be stronger than the other. And to, quote, unquote, keep their marriage, they'll compromise and they'll start to go out. They'll start to get involved in the nightlife. They'll start to drink. They'll start simply to keep their spouse happy. happy, Mm -hmm. And to hopefully win them back. Stay living set apart. I want to encourage you to stay living set apart. Period. And, and and you know I just want to add just one little thing there, it, and that's where it your your personal relationship with Jesus comes into play, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Your personal relationship, and, and that as as a 
as wives um, that you don't set your eyes on your husband mm, you know that you, you set it on Jesus keep it setting on Jesus not your husband because your husband is human mm. he is going to make mistakes he's going to make wrong decisions but but that's where you need to step in and 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 you encourage him yes. you get you 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 direct him back to Jesus not to you but to Jesus you direct so him good. back to Jesus right yeah, that's right well, Pastor Janie, it's been great. Good having you here. Uh, I know we're going to uh, get you back on very, very soon and uh, hopefully make this uh, uh, an every month thing that we got you on, things like that. But uh, we appreciate you being on. I, I don't know why sometimes you don't appreciate some of the TikToks Pastor Kerry and I <laughs> share with you. But um, you know, so, we, we, so immature, so <laughs> immature. There's just some good TikToks on there that I can't help but share with Pastor Kerry, and then it just so happens that you're in that same conversation. But anyway, she's the uh, one that stays set apart in this relationship. That's right. <laughs> that is so it's true. Been fun. Thank you so much. Uh, I know we've got to get going, so um, we'll see everybody next week. I'll let Pastor Kerry do it all. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Janie. Me and Pastor Janie go back. Me and Pastor Janie became real tight in 2020. When we were doing the outside stuff, wow, we got real yeah, tight during 2020. <laughs> we got we got to, we got to know each other real well. But thank you all so much for tuning in today. Uh, like I said, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Just search New Life Podcast, or if you want to watch it, you can go to our Facebook page, Minnesota One Vida. Like that page if you haven't already, and you can see that every Thursday at 7 p.m. Or go to our YouTube channel, MNV Lubbock. Hit that subscribe and hit that bell to get all the notifications at 7 p.m. every Thursday. Or you can catch it in Spanish on Tuesday at 7 p.m. So we love you guys. God bless. And we'll see you next week.